Hello, this is Koshna Kitty, and I hope everybody is doing well. I'm continuing on my rant about car insurance. It's not so much the rant. I'm hoping that if one person, I know it's not going to change anything. There's nothing that's ever going to change. And you're going to hear me in the next podcast I make, in the videos I make on Clapper, even the ones I put on TikTok. You might say I'm more, getting more radical. I'm just being more honest. I no longer am hiding a lot of the truths. I've made the statement that we are living in a socialist nation and people really don't understand full scope what socialism is. Socialism is that you have, it, socialism actually can look very much like um, a free country. You know, I talked about this many times, even under Castro, which was communist, but in many places, there were still businesses, there was churches, you know, um, all through, you know, it keeps going back, go to the feudal societies, there's always been, always been, um, no matter how bad the regime is, a semblance of, you know, there were pubs, there were restaurants, there were shops, there were people that were doing business, but yet, in a minute, the notion of tyranny, whether you want to call fascism, socialism, communism, the government could swoop in and take it away almost arbitrarily. And I didn't really delve into many things. But first of all, in 2009, you can look this up, the Supreme Court said um, driver's license are unconstitutional. Other courts have also said that as well. And they quoted the Founding Fathers. And if you read that opinion from 2009, it goes into the right to be able to use the highways. And I mean, car insurance is unconstitutional. But so is the USDA, the FDA the um, ATF, all these fourth branches of government are unconstitutional, but we just allow it. So I know nothing is going to change because I make a podcast, I make a video, but I'm going to speak my mind and put out the truth. And you might say, why? Well, I want people to know what the truth is. It's not going to change anything. But I'm still going to put out what the truth is because I want people to know the truth. And no, I don't think it's going to change anything. In fact, I know it's not going to change anything. But I'm still going to put it out there. And if one person sees it my way, then I will have done good. Even if it doesn't change anything. See, it's about doing right whether it matters or not. Okay? So... Here we go. I'm going to be talking about something called due process of law. And when, when someone accuses you of injuring them, in real life, it's called a tort, personal injury, okay? And in a court case, you would have the right to present opposing witnesses, cross-examine, things like that. But if you're in a car accident and the other person comes back, I'm talking a minor tap two miles an hour at a stop sign. Two weeks later, I have injuries. My children have injuries. We went to the doctor. Now, you would think the insurance companies would start by saying, okay, you were at, say, um, a, a stoplight. And the person behind you tapped your vehicle, maybe going, I mean, it was bumper-to-bumper traffic. There are cameras all over the roads now, so I can get even footage of this. If you're wearing a seatbelt and your children are buckled into car seats, 
There's no way you could have whiplash at an um, emotional trauma and back injuries. Then that just proves seat belts and car seats don't work. Am I right or wrong? And uh, it amazed me because, you know, there's been lawsuits filed against insurance companies for not doing due diligence and they've all been thrown out of court. So people have hired their own attorney, I'm sorry, investigators who have gone out investigating on their own and have evidence that there's no way these injuries could be caused. But they're unscrupulous doctors, unscrupulous lawyers that will testify and they, they don't want to deal with it. So normally they say, especially a child in the car, automatically go to the doctor, automatically you've been injured, the child's been injured. They don't want to investigate it. It's easier for them to pay out extraordinary amounts of money when no one's really been hurt, okay? And then jack up your rates and your premiums. Why? The insurance company makes more money off of you, okay? So, and again, I like to give examples, all right? So again, the notion is these little fender benders. Those are the ones the lawyers really like, and they, I mean, they really go after people. And yes, there are ambulance chasers, but not even ambulance chasers, as you might think. Um, they do go look for police reports. It's public knowledge. They look and see where the police are going. They look for minor accidents, okay? So you're at a light, you rear-end somebody. First of all, as I mentioned before, the police do not take photos of accidents anymore unless it's, I mean, a major catastrophe. So you get out of your car, you do due diligence, you take video, your video, everything, okay? A week after the accident, the person goes to the emergency room, to doctors. They now have a back injury, a head injury. Um, their children have been traumatized, emotional trauma. Their knee was jammed. Now, I should have the right to cross-examine. It should be a legal process, you'd think, right? Because this is, this is affecting me. It might not be a court of law, but my insurance could go up. It could be canceled. It could make me a criminal because I no longer could afford insurance. I should have the right to defend the accusation. Now, again, this does not happen with major collisions, okay? When cars are totaled and obviously, you know, people are really injured, taken away on life flight and ambulances, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about very minor collisions that are exploited by unethical doctors, unethical lawyers, and the insurance companies go along with it and pay out extraordinary amounts of money. Often because cars are not photographed at the scene, people inflict more damage. Sometimes just be able to get other deems um, done. You know, so, it, here, so here are the examples. There's class action lawsuits filed against the insurance industry. I forget the name of it. Um, and again, many insurance companies, what they call not doing due diligence, and fraud, meaning that they were accusing the insurance companies of fraud to drive up their rates and profit from it. And the courts have dropped it almost every single time. Now, there have been some states that have stepped in and said caps on no fault or injury, what it could pay out. But nobody is going to force um, them to do due diligence. And this is a real problem. So, in my opinion, if... My insurance company calls me and says, okay, you were in a um, rear-end accident. You hit the car in front of you. Um, the police, the, the, there's no photographs from the police. 
I say, well, I have photographs. In fact, I videoed it. They don't want to see it. I believe they should have to see it. But no, that's not the case. Also, I could say, I should be able to say, well, this person is claiming them and the children are injured. I want my a doctor that I pick. I'm sorry, my dog's going to bark again. I believe that doctors that I pick should be able to cross-examine, look at the evidence, and be able to refute it. Because there is no way, and this happens every day, minor fender benders, people wind up with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of, you know, they paid out all this money, you know, and it's insane. In one case, <clears throat> pre-existing conditions. That is something that's been brought up in court that insurance companies don't even investigate. In a real tort, in any kind of court case, you bring up pre-existing conditions. If someone is claiming that you injure them, you can have the right in court to bring up they've already had an injury. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give you a good example. You have a business and somebody slips and falls on your wet floor and they claim now they need knee surgery. Well, a good private investigator or a good attorney is going to look at their medical records and they're going to say, but this person has been going to orthopedics for the past three years, has ACL issues, has meniscus issues. They were told they needed surgery two years ago. That slip and fall might have contributed, but it's not the reason they need this. The reason they're getting knee surgery is a 60 pounds overweight and this has been a progressive degenerative issue, just like back or neck issues. And then a jury would decide. But when the insurance comes, when you sign your insurance documents, you are giving up the right of your due process of law. And yes, this is legal. This is what people don't understand. When your rates can be jacked up 500%, canceled, you could face criminal penalties then if you continue to drive or whatever, like I talked about my other things. This is socialism. This is communism. This is fascism. When you don't have the right to defend accusations, the Constitution says we have a right to face our accusers. Now, they, uh, say you're not disputing the accident, but I have a right to dispute that this person is actually injured, but the insurance companies do not, and they stopped doing this many, many years ago because it's part of the plan, investigate claims like they do with workman's comp. See, in workman's comp, they do this. Why? They can't pass that workman's comp off to the people. But they want your premium to be sky high. They want you to be a criminal. And this is why they don't investigate and why you don't have a right. And the courts have not allowed these cases to go through against the insurance companies. People have tried to bring lawsuits saying, look, I'm disputing this. You raised my rate 500%. I want to be able to prove this person committed fraud. Now, there have been individuals that were so uh, irate sued the person that they actually hit in the accident for fraud. And I forget the term for it. And they don't even always go through because it's the courts are effed up. All right. So this is what I think should happen. If you hit somebody and they're claiming they're injured, first of all, I cannot believe that 80% of accidents unless they are catastrophic, the police do not take photos of, point blankly. Also, if you have video footage, I believe that that should be automatically submitted to the insurance companies. Most insurance companies even submit it, and I was told this by Geico, 
And I know by other insurance companies the same thing. They don't care. They aren't going to look at it. They don't give a damn. They're going to, it's easier to pay out. They don't have to worry about it. And they get on with their life. And they can raise your premium 500%. They can get more money out of you. And now you become a criminal of the state. And that is what they want more than anything in the entire world is for you to be a potential criminal because they're, they're hoping that will escalate and eventually that, believe it or not, there goes a second amendment right somehow. All right? This is a plan. All right? A plan. Now, for those that say I'm overreacting, no, I have been studying this because it happened to me. And I know for a fact, okay, and I know an attorney, and I, I, I know people that are, have the same issues. I get involved with groups and causes because you, I want to hear other people's exact stories. And there are ways to do this, all right? So, I mean, we're talking people that actually have accidents on video. See, there are cameras everywhere. There's not a street in America that's not a camera on. So, it, I talked about an incident with an attorney where actually... You know, he, they didn't know he was a lawyer at the time. He got, was able to get all the footage. You know, he, had, he went to court to prove that this person knowingly committed fraud against the insurance company. He was trying to prove this. But nobody cared. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nobody cared. Think about this statement. He had evidence that the person that he hit was not injured because they were going to work. They were playing sports. They were doing all kinds of stuff for over two weeks before finally going to a doctor and claiming they were injured. All this evidence he had, all this evidence, he even was able to pull up the pre-existing conditions that they claimed they needed surgery for, this and that, you know, um, work, they couldn't go to work now, Okay. There was no way, physics, this is physics, that hitting someone that has a bigger car than you do at a stoplight could have caused the kind of injuries that people were claiming. But nobody wanted to look at the case. Nobody cared that they committed fraud. And in fact, the, I mean, the courts would not even allow it to go through. They said it was an insurance company matter. If the insurance company felt it was fraud, <coughs> then they could seek legal action. But here's the thing. The insurance companies know it's fraud, but they don't care. I have spoken to ex-employees that have worked for Progressive, State Farm. I mean, everyone that you can imagine, okay? I also know people that are independent brokers, meaning that agents that they actually, all state, I know someone... But um, they have many different insurance plans under their company, I guess you could say it is. And I've interviewed them. And I've talked to these attorneys that I know that interviewed them. I've talked to public interest groups, lobbying groups that have been trying to change the laws. All right? Then they all said the exact same thing to me. Everybody knows it's fraud, but nobody will do anything about it because... They don't want to. Now think about that. 
Is that America? Is this the nation that the founding fathers, I mean, that we know that fraud is committed every day and innocent people have no recourse? If it's a business, I and someone claims they'll injure my business, they're going to come again, even if I have business insurance. I guarantee you, they're going to go to court and try to prove that what they're saying is untrue, but not when it comes to car insurance. I have seen, and even businesses now don't even really care anymore. They just pay out. I remember seeing that at a gym I worked at a very, very long time ago where there were some kids roughhousing in the gym. The attendant that was working there at the front desk, I remember this, it was a very, very long time ago. Um, it was actually caught on a close, you know, camera back then. I don't know what you'd call a closed circuit camera, but they were injured, okay? Messing around with the weights and the kid needed surgery because something fell in his hand, okay? Bottom line is his own negligence led to that injury. And yet they paid out because it was easier than going to court and having to deal with it. It was easier to pay out. Even though it was captured, they caused their own injury. That is not a constitutional republic. That is not that nation that our founding fathers made. That's part of what a constitutional republic is. Justice and fairness, equal rights under the law. But the law has been reduced to nothing. See, we don't have a legal system anymore, really. We have administrative agencies like the, um, I just looked at the email, the insurance regulatory you know, agencies, the electric oversight boards, all these regulatory agencies now put out directives on how to handle everything, and it doesn't go to court. It didn't used to be like that 30, 40, 50 years ago. Insurance companies did not want to pay out. But there used to be caps on what insurance could be. Now, I mean, they, 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 I mean, really, they want Americans to become criminals. They don't want Americans to have an ability to open a business. Business licenses, professional licenses have all been ruled unconstitutional. They have. Nobody cares. Zoning is, unc- I mean, all this. And it's because we have allowed it. It doesn't matter what the courts say. Because these unconstitutional regulatory agencies and cities and towns think they're above it. So they don't care what the courts say. They just do. They don't care. They don't care. Now, for those people that this doesn't bother, I'm not surprised with nothing bothers people in America. I saw that and my eyes are really open to that in 2020. People don't care. We like socialism. That's what car insurance is. It's it's absolute socialism. It's theft. It's extortion. And it denies you a due process of law. If someone makes an accusation against you, you should have the right for a defense no matter what it is. That is what our founding fathers said. But yes, you could say, well, they didn't realize we're going to have car. Well, they had horses, okay? The Supreme Court wrote about that in the 2009 decision 
about that driver's license on country song. People have a right to travel. It doesn't matter if it's a horse or a car. The bottom line is the American people love socialism. We love that the government controls our lives. They just don't care. They, 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 what happens is one, after two generations, it's over. I want you to understand that. If something, the first time unconstitutional laws are put into place, anything you can imagine, and nobody does anything about it, that generation dies off, the next generation is all they know, it is done. Okay? It is done. Welfare was set up to destroy the family. Welfare was set up to bring people into ghettos and inner cities and corral them together into housing projects. It was never made to help anybody. Nope. It was actually made to make people into good little socialists depend on the government. Same thing. You need to drive, okay? We'll extort you. We'll make you, we want, this is, if you don't understand how unconstitutional this is, I can't get through your head. But see, when all this began, people allowed it to happen. Like I said, it just takes two generations. So when I was growing up, I didn't know any different. All this I learned because my eyes were opened to different things and I studied and I learned. But growing up, I didn't think anything of it. You know what you know. Just like no one knows what life was like before a cell phone anymore. And what's amazing is with all the highway you know, cameras and people with cell phones. So, for instance, when I was, and I recorded this, you know, when I was talking about an accident that I had, I recorded, I said, you know, I have pictures of this on my phone. That car was not damaged like that. I have pictures of their car. They didn't want to see them. I said, I can guarantee those people were not injured. They got out of the car. They were walking around. They were running. I mean, there was not an investigation. Was it? I mean, it amazes me. They're, the legal system is... We've allowed that to happen too. There is no control over lawsuits, frivolous lawsuits, and we allow it. We're a nation that is so scared. We're not land of the free and we're not the home of the brave. In fact, I don't see any bravery. Bravery is speaking the truth no matter what it means. Bravery is a hard thing. Bravery is saying this is wrong and I don't care. I'm not going to compromise. I'm, I'm going to speak it. You know, <clears throat> bravery is doing what you say. I didn't, you know, oh, remember 2020, everyone's going, oh, the schools, the schools. Well, no one's homeschooling. No one cares. Everything's back, you know. People talk, but they don't care. And if you don't understand the seriousness, we are literally one generation away of not having any semblance. It's a joke. The court, the Supreme Court, all this is a mockery. It is 
motions that mean nothing. That's all it is. Going through some kind of weird motions, but it means nothing. And the cases they take are really frivolous cases in many, in many aspects. I want you to understand that. It is not... I, 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 can't even, I can't even delve into it anymore, except we have given our country away. We've given all our rights away. People think they're free, but they're not. Everybody is one accident away, one hydroplane away, one tap the bumper away from losing everything they have. And the plan is to destroy the lower income people, the people in the rural areas, the people in the cities. That is what the rich, the higher middle class, they don't care. They're going to come up with the money. But not the people that are struggling to get by. The founding fathers wrote, Life, Liberty, Pursuit of Happiness. I'm going to read you something. And this is from the United States Supreme Court. Okay. I said in 2009, there was a case about driver's licenses being illegal. All right. Most people don't know this. And state courts have said this also. Um... Illegal, illegal people from Mexico can get them. You can get... Uh, so, 16 states right now, you can be undocumented and still get a driver's license. That's amazing. That's amazing. All right. Unconstitutional. I'm going to pull up the case. All right, are we ready? All right. So then I'm going to also talk about tomorrow... Suspension for non-paying fines and delving more into the illegal immigrants that have driver's license, okay? I need to pull up the Supreme Court case. Um, hang on one second, I'm sorry. I lost it on my phone. Supreme... Court. All right. And now it's, it's so hard to find. 
I might have to go on DuckDuckGo. Google suppresses it. How do you like that? Isn't that funny? Yep. DuckDuckGo. Here we go. Um, driver's license. They try to hide this in Google searches, by the way. And I'm sorry about, you know, this tonight not being as organized. Um, but I'm on DuckDuckGo now. All right, here we go. Now I found it. Amazing. Pulls right up on DuckDuckGo. Um, U.S. Supreme Court says no license necessary to drive automobiles on public roads. The U.S. Supreme Court and other high court citations proving that no license is necessary for normal use of an automobile, automobile on common roads. This is what the Supreme Court of the United States said in 2009. The right of a citizen to travel upon public highways and transport his property therein by horse-drawn carriage, wagon, or automobile is not a mere privilege which may be permitted or prohibited at will, but a common right which he has under his rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Under this constitutional guarantee, one may therefore, under normal conditions, travel at its inclination along public highways or in public places, and while conducting himself in an orderly and decent manner, neither interfering nor disturbing another's rights, he will be protected not only in person, but in his safe conduct. Yeah. But, you have to understand, sorry about the dogs again, this happens every time I make a video, but you have to understand, nobody is going to care what the Supreme Court says. In fact, you can't even find the full opinion unless you really search for it, okay? The case was Thompson versus Smith. Um, the right of a citizen to drive on a public street with freedom from police interference is a constitutional right. Citizens have a right to drive upon the public streets, and this was brought in the District of Columbia or any other city, absent a constitutional sounding reason for limiting their access. Another case, Kenesha Mills versus D.C. 2009, says the use of automobile as a necessary adjunct to the earning of a livelihood in modern life requires us in the interest of realism to include that the right to use an automobile on public highways partake of the nature of liberty within the meaning of constitutional guarantees. But you haven't heard that before. Yeah. Adams versus the city of Pocatello, 1966. A traveler has an equal right to employ an automobile as a means of transportation and to occupy the public highways with other vehicles in common use with or without a license. Um, there's so many cases that have said this. Um, Simone versus Lindsay. The right of a citizen to drive on public streets with freedom, free from public police interference, is a fundamental constitutional right. Um, People versus Horton, 1971, the right to use an automobile, again, are constitutional rights, no different than what the founding fathers had seen with horses and a wagon. Um, See, what the Supreme Court does and says 
and what the states enforce and what they do with different things. So they made a ruling, and a state court can make a ruling, but it does nothing. It means nothing. That's, that is a dictatorship. That is tyranny. That's socialism. That's fascism. That's Marxism. That's what it, communism, I don't care what you want to call it, is not a constitutional republic. There have been many um, cases also brought about fines. Okay. Now, I want to bring up another case here. There was another case that was brought before the Supreme Court in 2015 where it also they also ruled once again a driver's license was not um, constitutional. But people don't know this. And even if you do know it, the states make their own laws, they don't care what the Supreme Court says. So you would think after Supreme Court ruling, the states would all of a sudden drop. No, they make it worse. There have also been cases about license suspensions. And... People's ability to pay, meaning the debtor's prison, by giving people a choice, pay the fine or go to jail. And even though case after case and case law after case law, and we're going to look at this tomorrow, the next day, says this is unconstitutional, it still happens every day. Um, in 2000, March 19th, 2018, Keita Harris, a 25-year-old single mother, um, on disability, everything, um, was given a $150 ticket. She could not pay the ticket. There was also $81 in penalties and a $45 license renewal. Her license was suspended for not being able to pay. Um, 43 states suspend driver's license through other prevent renewals for unpaid court debts. I mean, so the courts have gotten involved but yet very little has changed. Now, here we go. The Supreme Court ruled That Washington's driver's license suspension is unconstitutional for individuals who cannot afford to pay fines for moving vehicles. And this was um, in 2021. Now, this is Washington State Supreme Court, not the country. But these are the kind of opinions as opposed to then set precedent to change and then eventually for it to go before Supreme Court. And this kind of litigation is happening across the nation, but yet people are still finding themselves in debtors' prison. 
Um, Supreme Court of Washington State, Judge Mary Sue Wilson ruled that Washington's law authorizing automatic and mandatory license suspension for unpaid moving violations without meaningful evaluation of the driver's ability to pay the fine violates the state's constitutional right to due process. Um, the ACLU was involved in this as well. And basically the point is all this is said to punish poor people. It's to punish the lowest aspect, what I was saying, just like car insurance. Okay. But nothing has changed, not even in Washington. Okay. Um... Now, in a federal case, I'm going to leave you this thought until um, tomorrow. From 2018, a federal district court judge has ruled in favor of two men whose license was revoked due to unpaid court deaths. This was um, a ruling that Tennessee law was unconstitutional. Judge Alita Trauger opinion the state's practicing revoking driver's license for failure to pay is unconstitutional. Because there's no exception where people are financially unable to pay up the debt, therefore making us a debtor exactly the same that with the founding fathers. But nothing changes. Now, this ruling was in Tennessee, um, for Tennessee, but it was a federal, so it should impact more than Tennessee. Um, and this is what she wrote. Without a driver's license, you're putting the most marginalized people in our community at risk. Um, she goes on over the demon eligible driver car, which makes it almost impossible to hold a job, especially in rural and suburban communities. If they cannot hold a job, they cannot earn income. How can they pay court case? Court fees is a never-ending cycle until they wind up being arrested for numerous violations of driving out a license and wind up in prison. Okay. She said this, it treats the wealthy and the poor in a fundamentally different manner and violates the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution. <clears throat> okay. Um, according to New York Times, 40 states follow that law. Now, in Tennessee, they told people they can apply to have their license reinstated in other states to do this. Very few people actually can even pay the fees that they want to get the license back. It's all a matter of show. It does not matter if a, what the courts say. I'm Coach McKitty. And... I hope you think about what happened to this nation. I want you to really think about your children. It's not even a semblance of what your grandparents had seen. Not even close. There's no way to fix it. It's it's doomed. Even the judges that see that things are unconstitutional, their opinions mean nothing. When you can't bring the, the insurance companies are regulated by their own boards, just like the energy commissions, they are above the law. 
They can turn people's, you have no right to electricity, you have no right to water, you have no right to this. Even though courts have said, it doesn't matter. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, and what's even worse is when you read the articles about these cases, they cut and paste what they want you to know, and they actually change the rulings. I'm looking at several sites on the internet. Everything's been censored about these cases where they actually are misquoting the case law. And I'm not an attorney. I have studied the laws on my own and have delved into many things with people that practice it, but they say that's not what the intent of the opinion was. How much more clear can it be? But they're putting out false knowledge to people. They're saying you can't drive. You can be a passenger. It wasn't intended to be a change, it was as a statement, but states have a, a, a higher um, good to license drivers. It's their decision. And no state's going to go against that decision, no matter what. Just like insurance companies are above the law, the FDA is above the law, the ATF is above the law. Everything, they're all above the law. You'll not find the truth unless you really delve into and read the opinions yourself. Um, because what's interesting is you can operate a moped. You can build an electric bicycle and you can build your own little electric bicycle like you did in the 1900s. You can go down the road on one of those segways on a scoot, electric scooter. Kids ride dirt bikes all the time. Uh, if the founding fathers ever thought you would need a license to ride a horse. And when driver's license first came out, they didn't have these kind of fines. It wasn't about that. It was more about identification and that, but yes, I was beginning a tyranny, like the social security number. We got a number. And you know what's so interesting? Every fascist, every socialist, every country that hated freedom gave people a number. What did Hitler do to the Jews? He gave them a number. Good night, y'all.